The Jimmy and Nath Podcast. It's only the good stuff. If you came to party, let me hear you scream. Australia, get ready for Jimmy. I saw a cat once use a human toilet fuck. Nath. I am your side piece. And some of the biggest names in the world. It's your boy Florida. Yeah. Hey, what's up? This is Jojo. What up? It's your boy Travis McCourt. Across, Across Australia, Australia and on our free listener app, app, this is Jimmy and Nate. Live. From Friday's Live. Oh, Australia, let's do it again. Monday night, right around the country. Your boys are here. Well, when I say here, we're not in the studio. Rod Laver Arena. Uh, R&B Fridays presents Friday's Live. Night on a, one. On a, on a Monday night. On a, to show <coughs> no, it's, it's not. A it's, it's a, R&B Fridays presents Friday's Live. But anyway, it is Jimmy Nathan. <laughs> we had all the action. We've got all the action packed into three hours of radio show for you tonight, including an interview with pretty much all the artists who uh, took the stage. Yep, yeah, you're going to hear that for the next three hours. Uh, if you do want to um, see it all go down as well, make sure you're following us on the socials at Jimmy and Nath, Jimmy and Nath Show. Uh, you can see everything. And uh, Nath, really exciting because this hour, mm-hmm. our number one, doesn't get any bigger. We have Travi, Travi McCoy, Travi McCoy yeah. Gym Class Heroes, Jojo, Jojo's on Leave, there. Get Out. What? No, Just, she's already gone, bro. You don't no, have to I need you now. to leave. And oh, get you want out. me to piss oh, off? Really, yeah. You want me to go get her? Me and, and go back. Yeah. <laughs> you can get JoJo, and then the biggest R&B artist in the country. Yeah, Luke and Sassy Scott. We said to Luke and Sassy Scott, they are friends of the show. Um, we're not doing an interview with you. Uh, they didn't give us a choice. No. Uh, they grabbed the microphones, which means that they have made the show in the seven o'clock hour as well. And look, we, we had them on for Born Funny last week. Yeah. Um, and Australia did love them. We got a lot of lovely comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we thought, look, well, we weren't going to play this interview, but it was a bit of fun. Yeah, so you will course. hear it. Hey, guys, uh, we wouldn't be here, of course, without our good friends at 7 Eleven as well. Introducing Shake Station from 7 Eleven, official partners, Jim, of Friday's Live 2023. Slurp up summer uh, with your <laughs> with 7 Eleven. Uh, Guys, you've got to go try this as well because let me tell you, uh, the uh, it's two dollars, two dollars in November. Two dollars in November. Score yourself a shake from the Seven Eleven, the Shake Station. They have the Krispy Kreme Original Glazed Inspired Shake. Just two dollars. It's it's highway robbery. It is. It is highway they robbery. Can't be making any profits from no, this. No, of course it's, not. To me, it sounds like a bad business decision. So hurry up and get to Seven Eleven. Uh, we would be here. Halfway everything. through November, they're like, nope. Jimmy Nathan, right? This is the Jimmy Nathan podcast. Nathan, I'm going to need you to put your hands together for a bloke that's. Started his music career as a drummer uh, before a very successful career doing rap, singing, a bit of everything. Has a clothing line named Lazarus. That's his middle name. Um, and, you know, you might know him from Gym Class Heroes or his successful solo career, collaborating with T-Pain, CeeLo Green, Jason Mraz, Bruno Mars, yada, yada, yada. It goes on and on. <laughs> count him out. Count him out. But he hasn't been here for a long time. Yep. Actually, they collaborated with me. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. They collaborated they, with they, him. I think it's they, had they, the... they slid into his uh, DMs. DMs. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't been here for 16 years. Give it up. Travi McCoy! Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy! Travi, we were just talking about it off air before. Um, yeah. 16 years, bro. 16 years. You said it on, sta- you said it on stage. You launched uh, Friday's Live uh, right here today, Rod Laver Arena. Uh, you and Gwen Stefani, man. Does it does it feel like it's been 16 years since you were up there? It doesn't feel like 16 years, but the minute that we drove in and we went down, you know, the we went down, I was like, wait a minute, this looks so familiar. And that's in, I saw Rod Laver and I'm like, Snap! Like <laughs> it has been sixteen years, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing is, like, I grow younger. You know what I'm saying? I'm on some Benjamin Button type time. So <laughs> I say you look I mean, good. <laughs> I, was I was like, have we got it's so sixteen? Years, I'm I'm 42 now. I'm put my age out there. Whatever. I'm yeah. married now, so it doesn't matter. I used, to, <laughs> <laughs> I, used to, I used to keep I used to keep it on the hush, but I'm 42. So what's 42 minus 16? 
It's oh, uh, 10 is 32. Are we? Are we? Are we? Are we? 20, 28. 28. So I was 28 last time I was here. 28. Yeah. 26, 26. And I was a demon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a real demon. I was a demon. <laughs> what were you doing then? What was it? The most um, demonest thing. If you remember. <laughs> Without uh, incriminating yourself, obviously. Oh, no incrimination, but I think the most demon in it. Demon in this. Demonous. <laughs> The most demonish shit I've ever done um, out here in Australia was probably uh, smoking in my hotel room and getting that eight hundred dollar uh, yeah. fee oh, for the call out. The oh. pl- did the fire brigade come? Was that the, the fee? Was did, it like did, for the fire brigade? Eight hundred bucks? No, no, no. They didn't, the fire trucks didn't come, but they. Oh. I, on on the way home, my tour manager was like, "Hey, bro, um, were you smoking in the, in your hotel room? Like, probably." He's like, "Well, here, you got an eight hundred dollar charge." I'm like. <laughs> Would you believe Man. it was the toaster? I was <laughs> exactly. So now what I do is I don't want to get my. Actually, you know what? I do want to get my secret away for anybody who's over here touring or anybody who's here touring. Anybody from Australia it doesn't matter where you're from. If you do so choose to smoke in your hotel room, make sure you have a microwave <laughs> and you get five bags of microwavable popcorn. Yeah. Yep. So every time you smoke, you put one on for eight minutes, so it burns the shit out of the popcorn. So whenever they come to your room, it's hey. Burnt popcorn. Yeah. Hey, this They're is... like, I think he's had eight bags of popcorn. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like it, it, smell, it smells like there might be a little <laughs> that popcorn. I don't know. I'm just You're like, I don't know. I mean, the guy <laughs> gave me the popcorn. I want to go to that movie cinema. That is a movie <laughs> cinema, man. <laughs> uh, Travi, let's talk about, you know, Friday's Live. Uh, you're the first one to come out uh, right here at Rod Laver Arena. Um, do you remember what the crowd was like 16 years ago versus now? Uh, uh, Absolutely. Are, are we so, just as loose? Or? So No, 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 no. You, I mean, you guys turn up. Australia always turns up. And, and I was a little, I don't say hesitant when we did the, the, the Gwen tour, but it was like, you know, she was like this like magnanimous pop star and we were kind of just on the verge of of cupids popping off and you know so we had a little traction but we had no idea what we do over here in australia but i'm like well if gwen wants us to open up for her then we must be doing something right and uh i was a little a little shook but like i i remember exactly like the first even here the first like the 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 first beat the first song all that anxiousness and all that anxiety went away and the crowd's are wild here, and I was telling my DJ, shout out to Magic Molly Mall. Um, we love Molly Molly, it's great, Molly he's amazing. Yeah, yeah. You're f- up today, I'm gonna get on your ass. You're f- up today, but I'll give it to you. It's, yeah. it's, it's day one, yeah. it's day one. Yeah. We're allowed to smoke jet lag. It's a jet lag, it's a jet lag. Get that popcorn, get that popcorn. <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah, shout out to Molly. But, uh, yeah, man, I and I didn't get a chance. I wanted to, I wanted to, I, I told him, I was like, yo. Watch what happens when I say Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Yeah. He has no idea because he's never traveled outside the States before. Yeah, you know sure. what I'm saying? And I didn't get to do it, but we got tomorrow. Yeah. yeah you got more coming. Don't tell Molly. Yeah. Don't tell Molly. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell Molly. What about, I mean, speaking of that, you know, like there was there was quite a few moments when you, you're up there, you know, doing Billionaire, you're doing all the Cuba's Chokehold, you're doing all these amazing Well, we got bangers. 15 minutes, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, want, I want a cookie jar. Man, cookie jar. Oh, is a and that's good to know. That's good to know. That's yeah. good to know. But, so, they're, but they're, when you're throwing the mic to the crowd, they're singing every single every word. Song, it's almost like you could just pull out a seat and sit there while everyone sings it for you. Yeah, I'd do it. <laughs> do you, I'll wait. Is your, is your favorite song one you play or are you playing for the crowd and going like, I got to play the hits? Um, well, when you, have, when you have 15 minutes, it's kind of like you want to, you know, you, you really want to entrance them for that 15 minutes and yeah. keep them, you know what I mean? Like 15 minutes goes by so fast, sure, bro. Yeah. Like I literally, I, yeah, it goes it goes by really fast. So my job is to keep them like wanting more. Yeah, so yeah, when yeah, I leave, they're like, I want, you know, I want, I want, a f- I want, 
I want a whole set. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's my job. But but now knowing that you know, like you wanted to hear Cookie Jar, so like we have we have another shit two and a half weeks out here. Yeah, so man. so now you know we can fine tune after after the first show, and, and we have we have a uh, side shows after um you know after each show. Sure, sure, so yeah, so yeah. we can. I'll throw it all out there. Actually, I, I was going to do Golden today. Oh, uh, let's see. Yeah, yeah, and, and so what you're saying is by the time you get to Brizzy, Friday's live, you're going to be on the stage for an hour and a half. Pretty much. You know, <laughs> it, it's going to get to a point where I say, you know what? Sorry. <laughs> the Jimmy and Nate podcast is back in 30 seconds. This is the Jimmy and Nate podcast. All right, this small, intimate room of people, please put your hands together. Uh, hey, I'm here. I'll be loud, man. Sorry. I'll be loud. For a chart-topping, award-winning singer, songwriter, and actress at just 13 years old, she burst onto the scene with her self-titled debut album and breakout smash hit, Leaf, Get Out, making her the okay. youngest ever... Oh, not, sorry, Matt. Just sorry. listen. Uh, youngest ever solo artist to have a debut number one single in the US. She is of French, Canadian, English, Scottish, Irish, and Polish descent, if I have that correct. She's a powerful <laughs> voice. She has heartfelt lyrics. She is a mainstay in the music industry. Give it up for JoJo! Oh my God, wow. What an intro. It's actually, I mean, you just came off the Friday's live stage and now I feel really shitty because you had thousands of people screaming and we've got four. Uh, so, <laughs> I felt like that was, that was the same velocity as out there, yeah. Let's edit that in post, Connie, if we can. <laughs> Crank it up, please. Yeah. Uh, JoJo, fresh off the stage, Friday's live, first one for 2023, yeah. Rod Laver Arena. How did it feel? Talk us through. Oh, I'm just glad that the first one is down because yeah. I still get nervous. I've been doing this for literally since the dawn of time. And <laughs> but like somehow I still managed to get really nervous. So I'm so glad that, you know, I uh, went off without a hitch and the crowd was beautiful. My first time performing in Melbourne. Oh, really? I was told not to say Melbourne. You so say that's why I'm saying uh, Melbourne. Wave Melbourne. Say, yeah. Do you have a good Australian accent or not? Not really. No, no she's from, she's from <laughs> not everywhere really. else. Yeah, sorry. She can do French, Canadian, English, Scottish. <laughs> yeah, no, not really. But, um, but I'm happy to finally be here. Do you have yeah. any pre, like you still say you get nervous, which is really hard to believe when you talk about how long you've been performing for. Do you have any pre-show rituals, things you must do? Uh, things I must do. I must warm up. I go yep. through a little vocal warm up. Can I you must... take us through one? Yeah, it's a lot. It's oh, like this um... is good. we should have done this pre-interview. Yeah, I've never yeah, done so... one before. So what you want to do is try to bring the sound forward into your nasal cavity, which is so like... Sounds like I'm starting a Vespa. (laughs) (laughs) That's the sound you're going for. (laughs) So you just take that all up and down scales and you want to go like through, you know, from your lower to your upper register. And um, so I I do some of that. I get down on the floor. I crack my back. Crack my own back. I was a self-cracking. Yeah. How do you crack your own back? Well, that's personal. (laughs) (laughs) My next question is, show us that too. (laughs) Recently, I figured out how to do it. I'm like, oh, that feels so good. So I yeah, just want to like. I try to get Nate to like. I can show you. He pushes on. He like, I'll show you. Oh, okay, yes, okay. we'll show you. Well, you showed us something. So this is, <laughs> so this is what ready. I I'm wait try and do. Out, remember, okay. you're gonna turn. Ready? Okay, I'll try and get the mic to. Yeah, let's and hear this. Breathe out. He now lives there on the ground. <laughs> I, <laughs> I imagine that was a very satisfying opening. It was. It was opening. Yeah. I didn't think yeah. I'd, when I interviewed Jojo today, I'd get my back cracked. <laughs> yeah. So what did you do with Jojo? Oh, I, I cracked Jimmy's back. And we oh, did vocal exercises. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you talk about getting nervous. Yes. Still excited. To get oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's, what, um, that's what I always remind myself, that excitement and nerves are the same feeling. You just need to frame them differently. So even while I'm on stage and I'm in my head and I'm thinking, oh, f- I don't like how this is, you know, whatever. I don't <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that. What happened in recover? I'm just like, you're actually just 
You're excited. You yeah. care. So, I, I, you know, you have to reframe it constantly. I wanted to ask you, Jojo, I don't know if you realize, but I mean, obviously we've got an amazing lineup of people for Friday's Live, but everyone I've spoken to, you are the first name that comes up. People are so oh, excited. So we've got, we've yeah. got, you know, radio shows on, on our network, like Fifi Box and stuff. She literally said as she came in, I'm here for Jojo. Oh, there are- <laughs> There is so, so it's many people. The other artists. I think she's left now. <laughs> <laughs> She wanted to come in, but I was like, no, Fifi, we're doing it. <laughs> well, you know, I think a lot of the other artists maybe have played Australia before as well. Yeah. And, and I, I did film a movie here when I was just a wee fetus. Yeah. I, I was filmed a movie called Aquamarine yeah. in Queensland, but I've never performed here. So maybe, um, you know, I think the other artists have been here. So yeah. it's my first time. Well, people people were so excited. I think, I, I think your music, I know particularly for me, your music played, you know, such an important role in, you know, my life and growing <laughs> up and stuff. I remember we'd come home from school sport and uh, me and a friend of mine, Harry, would be in the car and we would do actions to Too Little Too Late. Oh. <laughs> like, I like, remember. What kind of actions? So did, hold my microphone. Yeah, hold my mic, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> hold my poodle. So I remember, <laughs> I, I'm going to butcher the song, but I remember, I know it's just too little, too late. That's what it hold was. Up, that's <laughs> a whole, like, Cool, Corey. I was so it's like too little. I get that a lot. It's weird. Too little, <laughs> too late. Too little, too late. Oh, oh my god! Just in my mood. I mean, it's kind of iconic. <laughs> you got this kind of. She's thing. gonna do that at Sydney, Brisbane. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you're gonna be like, oh my god, she stole my shit. <laughs> and you know what's gonna be the? F- you know the worst thing <laughs> to say to people is like, I taught Jojo that, and be like. <laughs> Do you, is there imposter syndrome as well still at this point? Like you talk about being nervous. Is it still like I can't believe that you know I've had this long career? Like you know, so many hours you talk about it. They they're here, they leave. Like you're yeah. still performing. Oh, I mean, I've fans. had so many ups and downs in my life and career, but I'm extremely grateful because what I come from. You know, very humble background. When I go, you know, back to Boston, it's not glitz and glam. And you know, I I, I live in LA, and that's a whole other thing. But <laughs> I'm just saying, like. I, I'm constantly pinching myself that I get to live this life of I am as far away from home as I could possibly be right now. I'm in Australia. <laughs> and and still that's like I'm it's still my dream come true. So I don't feel like an imposter. I know I know that I, I work really, really, really hard. hard. Yeah. And um so it's kind of just like Gee whiz, you know, this is this I, this life. I'm very blessed. What about, you know, when, I mean, I know we're only day one, Friday's live, but we've got so many more cities to, to get through and all that kind of stuff. What about, you know, traveling with the group and the names that are, are next to you on, yeah. on the Friday's live lineup? Like, is that kind of a bit of a pinch me thing when you're standing there, you know, next to Flo Rida, Jason Derulo, Boys to Men? Boys to men. Uh, but, uh, how but, does that make you feel? Boys to Men have always been, you know, big inspirations to me, and I grew up listening to them and everything. And everyone else, I mean, we've done shows together for a long time. Yeah. So this is, um, it feels cool to be, I like when it feels like a team sport and we're all putting on a night together. So it's, it's, it's fun. It's, it's cool. The camaraderie, the, you know, me and Kelly Rowland have the same sound guy yeah, yeah, and, yeah. you know, so there's, and then like my dancers know some of the other dancers. So I think it's going to, it's going to be fun as it rolls along. This is the Jimmy and Nath podcast. Uh, Nath, our next guests are interesting because uh, they're also interviewing the artists here at Friday's Live. Oh, I thought they just got off stage. Are they oh, not they part n- of the lineup? No, they're not performing. Then why the f- are they here? I have no idea. Please welcome Luke and Sassy <laughs> Scott. <laughs> Do you know what? You hit the nail on the head. We still continue to find ourselves in rooms where we're like, how the f*** did we get in here? Why are we here? We were just on the know, stage. Not even finding ourselves in rooms. We're on the stage. <laughs> just there. And, and everyone f- 
screaming, and we're like, hi, and then they give us a microphone, like, the f*** going on here? Did you start singing? No, I can't. No, we were. I we sang. You were singing. I was singing. Of course, Lo- of course, Luke singing. sung. Mate. It was finished like yeah. the lyrics of a TV show. So yeah. All yeah. oh, right. Okay. So we yeah. did that and on uh, stage. Did, you, did you guys have the crowd in the palm of your hands? What oh, do you reckon? Yeah, I was like, I could destroy these people. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what he does to me all the time. He's like, I'll make everyone hate you. Yes. <laughs> the, I've done that a few the times. Best now. Was it before we'd even started doing any interviews backstage at Friday's Live Rod Arena remote? We were just sitting there on the couch, and for some reason, we were talking about Luke and Sassy Scott. And as soon as I said. Luke and Scott, they f- burst through the door like they were like they were waiting for the intro from Fat Man Scoop. Yeah, like, I, I said they're like Beetlejuice. If you say their name three times in Melbourne, they appear. It's true. Now. One, one thing I will say is, Scotty, you are dressed perfectly for Friday's Live. You, thank you. You've done a really Friday's good job. Live um, oh, Luke, did you give up halfway? Like what? <laughs> I have a matching jacket. Well, where is it? It gets really hot out here. Yeah, like boys, one day when you find yourself you on stage, like it's a lot of heat up there. Fun. <laughs> Fun fact, Luke, when he was a kid, was really nervous. And so mum said, he sweats so much, Scott. What do we do? And you were going to get... Yeah, I mean, you you're would, like me, bro. I get it. Mm, I get it. Luke yeah. was going to get Botox in his hands because yeah, every time he shook people's what, hands. Stop the touch Apparently, it was a thing. No, yeah, mate, yeah, Botox, got Botox in, in his yeah. underarms. But I'm the same. Stop Botox. Stop sweat. My hands stop are, my hands are clammy dry, too. mate. Yeah, because well, I just rubbed it you're on yours. You, you've yeah. been in the gym, mate. Yeah, thanks for noticing. Wow. Did some push ups just now. I want to chat as well. We just chatted JoJo. You guys chatted JoJo. Very different interview styles. Can you talk us about how you started your interview with JoJo? Scotty, I'd love to know the first question you I couldn't believe it. <laughs> Listen, last night I'm sitting there in bed and I'm like, I've got some of the world's biggest superstars in front of me tomorrow. Uh, A producer has said, and our producer said, I really want you guys to dig deep mm. and find some questions. Yeah. And so Jojo was just in there and I said, Jojo, I was supposed to find some questions last night. I didn't, but I'm going to ask you, what should I ask these artists? What would you ask? And the incredible thing was. She, she, she called you out though. Yeah. She was like, do your f- homework. I'm not doing it. <laughs> She's like, I'm not doing your homework for you. And I'm like, we'll see. <laughs> sure enough, she said, you know, I would love to know what Carly Rowland does pre-show. I want to know what the next 12 months looks like for her. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so what's the next 12 months look like for you, Jojo? <laughs> and she answered and she opened herself up. To be fair, when you told us that, I thought genius. I was yeah, like, because as, as two blokes who also do zero preparation, no. let them do the work for us. Yes. Yeah. So God. smart. She yeah. asked the question, then answered it. Yeah. I was like, genius. <laughs> Cut. This is our secret. This is an industry This is the Jimmy and Nate podcast. Please welcome Luke and Sassy Scott. We were talking just before, and didn't somebody come, because we both kind of, all of us have been kind of wandering around Rod yeah. Labor Arena, didn't somebody come up to you and ask, are you Nath or Jimmy? Or oh, no, it was Luke. Yeah, Luke. It, it was Luke. me, and I thought it was my friend behind me <laughs> thinking she was just taking the piss out of me. Like, I thought it was Bella. So, what so all I've heard in my ear is, are you Jimmy or Nath? And I was like, both. <laughs> and, then I, and then I turned around, I was like, not Bella. <laughs> I was like, shit. And then so she, rude. And then I'm like, I'm Luke. <laughs> like, I'm really thrown, and yeah. she was like, Oh, Jimmy or something. And then she's kept saying it. And then she's giving me Lou. And I was like. Well, to be fair, the other night the Why show. Why is she giving me Lou? We were t- yeah, it's a separate thing. That's another um, thing. Turn the lights off, we'll show you. Yeah. You guys um, are pretty dry, I thought that. <laughs> Let's go. You heard him. Turn the lights off. Guys, Scotty was so fast on Scotty's his feet. Scotty's so keen. <laughs> Scotty's scrambling for the lights off. No, the other night the show, <laughs> the we did, um, we're talking about the sexiest man alive, which is Patrick Dempsey. Did yeah. you see that? He got voted. I, did. I was. 
Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Yeah, who well, votes that? Yeah, I, don't, I, I don't know. I don't the know who picks don't, it. Let me yeah. tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> so Nathan and I were discussing, we asked the audience, who's sexier, Jimmy or Nathan? We mm. put it out to Australia. Now we thought, you know, we're slowly on our way out. We don't have as many followers as you, but, you know, we're slowly getting there. Every person that called the show said they don't follow us on Instagram or TikTok. They had no idea what we look like. So they just did it off our voices. No. Yeah. So maybe that's why someone came up to you who had heard us on radio, but had no idea what we look like. Because for those You're... of you who are just listening to this, me and Luke look exactly the same. Twins. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, look more like brothers. I mean, Scott, <laughs> twins. Yes. Uh, we got twins who kiss. Beautiful. <laughs> do it. More, more, do more it. time. Actually, more energy. More energy. Speaking more of kiss and Scott, I've got to talk about your husband, Marcus. Yes. Right? Uh, uh, Sorry, what? Oh. what? <laughs> we've, got, we've, got, we've, got to, we've got to talk about Marcus. Right? So I've had a 20 minute chat to Marcus while you guys were doing your interview. With I found it weird personally. Yeah, 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 I, know. I found it weird. He, I don't he, was, he was trying to get away from me. I'm like, no, Marcus, stay here, mother. <laughs> but uh, can we can we talk about who Marcus thought Jojo was? Because <laughs> he thought if you've ever watched that show Dance Mums, yeah, yeah, yeah. which he watches with Abby Miller, yeah. one of the young girls who's grown up in that show, Jojo Siwa. Siwa. Yeah. Marcus was like, oh, so Jojo Jojo Siwa's here? <laughs> when Jojo was standing in front of us, I'm like, shut the f up, man. <laughs> and he's like, oh, she looks different. <laughs> and then I'm like, shut the f and I'm like, he's going to ruin my career. Because the thing is, he said, he said it to me as well. He goes, Nate, so I thought, like, I thought Jojo was Jojo Siwa, this yeah. young girl. Uh, and then I go, mate, no, it's not. Like, Jojo, leave, get out. Like, too little, too late. And he goes, not my world. It's not my world. <laughs> <laughs> and how Luke, like, Luke sort of made this career by, you know, filming Scott. That's yeah, how it yeah, started. Yeah. Mm. I think you should now start filming your husband yeah. for the next <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So take you guys content. to the next level. Start filming Marcus. Marcus. Luke's in control. What do you think, Luke? Uh, that It's a very niche market. <laughs> <laughs> It's all about finding your niche, so go on. I'm mass market, that's what he's saying. <laughs> Luke and Sassy's gone, everybody. Thanks, fellas. We love you both. Now, um, you do have a sexier voice. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, but mm -hmm. he is the sexier physically I attractive. I'm looking you up and down as you were saying it, and I'm like, I don't know who I want to shag. Again, turn more, the lights if off. I, had to chew yeah, that's I think the more Luke. classic, the classic are like handsome man. I think Nathan's a very handsome. Hey, no, I've got look. Marcus. You guys go ahead. Lights are off. Can't, Jimmy. <laughs> the Jimmy and Nate podcast is back in 30 seconds. This is the Jimmy and Nate podcast. All right, this small room, please put your hands together, especially you, Nate, yeah. Australian DJ, singer, songwriter, record producer, and dancer. We recently had her on the show. Here she is again. She's the only performer at Friday's Live that knew what we're doing with our pinball machine. Sure. Please welcome Havana Brown. Havana Brown. Uh, Havana Brown, you've been here before. Yes. Uh, you know how this all works. Yes. Friday's Live. Are you pumped to be back again? Of course. I was. I've been looking forward to this all year. I've been so excited because I was so sad when it ended last year. So. Yeah. So, I mean, I remember you were talking when you ha we had you on the show, you know, a couple of weeks ago, you were talking about, you know, how close you became with, with all the artists and that yeah. kind of stuff. I know it's only day one, Rod Laver Arena. Mm -hmm. Have you, you know, established any close friendships yet? Or are I, you still trying to figure out who you want to be mates with? I feel like me and Travi are going to be best mates. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like he's really chill. Because he said the same thing to us when we... <laughs> <laughs> He's like a Havana did Brown. <laughs> did, did he actually no, say no, that? No. I, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, I was 
like, really? I don't think we've met. We'd have met <laughs> yeah. Would have been but weird. like, I just know that he's like, you know, cruising backstage yeah. and he's just like, yeah, whatever. He gave us tips. He's floating. Yeah. He's floating. It's, been, it's <laughs> been 16, 17 years since he's been here and he kept setting off smoke alarms last time he was here in Australia. <laughs> yeah. So he said, what you do is if you're going to smoke in your hotel room, yeah. he's like, you get popcorn bags and you put the popcorn bags and you burn them. So when the hotel staff come up and go, hey, is there a smoke alarm? You go, oh, sorry, I burnt my popcorn. Yeah. Wow. I'll use list- that next time. He was giving our listeners Yeah. Van <laughs> 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 I want to ask you, um, uh, because you're one of the only artists who, you know, who's been on this stage before and done it before, <laughs> some of the guys are new to it. Has, <laughs> has anyone asked about any advice or, or what to expect or anything like that? Or I know. That I yet? think these guys are such pros. Like they've done it many times over. And I was, I was actually saying this just before. These guys have had hits like 15, 20 years ago, 10 years ago. And they're still touring, like, and they're consistently touring. It's not, this is, you know, a big show for them. But then they're going to go, they're going to Dubai. Like last year, I remember all these artists were going to different countries and performing there. So it's just a consistently, they're, you know, they're big, they're huge. Is they're it massive. crazy for you, like, seeing some of these guys on stage and being like, because you would have grown, like us, you would have grown up to their music. Yeah? Exactly. But the thing is, like, what's so special about it is because I was in those in those teenage years yeah. where you kind of, like, they were the inspiration in the sense, like, where I could, like, boys to men, like, to me, I was listening to them. 112, I was, like, pretending that song was mine <laughs> in the living room. Like, you've seen me looking at you. I like doing the dance moves. I, but terribly but you know like I wanted their songs I wanted to be like them I, I was hoping I'd eventually be able to do things like them and now I'm sharing the stage and it's like a dream come true yeah I bet are you, are you know um, I stopped to talk to you you talk about you know staying young you know keeping that essence yes. you know going on roller coasters you yes. know, with your friends yeah. are you going to take them when you're in Brisbane could you do a trip down you know towards the goal to go oh, the theme park yeah, trip? Do could the that happen I'm telling you right now if we've got time I'm there like I that's what I do in yeah. my spare time my hobby is to go to a theme park if there is one and yeah. a lot of the times there's not but no. the but I mean, Melbourne. That's, that's Come on, Brizzy, Melbourne. Brizzy, Brizzy. Well, I mean, it hasn't happened yet, but I reckon Friday's live live from Movie World. <laughs> I would I would die. I'll do it for free. I will <laughs> no, I mean, be hot. there wet for free. Wet wet sorry, it's, it's hot. hot. It's hot. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Either or. I don't care. You're like, let's go. <laughs> do, do them. Dreamworld. Superbucks. And I think old Dreamworld would be like, okay, we're doing a festival. Havana for free. like, damn it, I shouldn't have said it live on air. Havana Brown, we are stoked to have you back on the show. We're stoked to have you, you know, back live. For Friday's live as well. This is the Jimmy and Nath podcast. Nath, in this very small room, please put your hands together for an American R&B group hailing from the ATL. They have major success, nineties, two thousands, even one of the biggest streaming here right now. They won a Grammy Award in 1997 for the best rap performance by a duo group for uh, I'll Be Missing You, alongside Faith Evans and Puff Daddy, a tribute to Notorious B.I.G. They've toured alongside Whitney Houston, Janet Jackson, and so many others, and collaborated with artists, as I mentioned, Sean Coombs, Puff Daddy, P.G. Oh, they're all the same person. No, the same person. <laughs> 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 Slim and Micah here as part of Friday's Live Australia's lineup. Please welcome to the show, 112! <laughs> Boys, we need to apologise straight away because apparently we picked the smallest room uh, to do this. So oh, yeah. we are shoulder to shoulder uh, with 112 at the moment. Well, we had to be in this room because we, got a, we can't say what it is. We've got a surprise here for you. Yeah, oh, yeah. And they couldn't move it out of the room. So. Oh, oh. oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. We'll, ship, well, we'll pack it up and ship it. Yeah. <laughs> Back it up, ship, rub it down. 
That doesn't look pornographic at all. <laughs> oh, it is. Shit. <laughs> We're from the ATL. There's plenty of studio. Oh, yeah. 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 One more camera. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, boys, uh, Rod Laver Arena, Friday's Live. Talk to me. How are we feeling? Uh, how was the first performance? Were you excited? Were you nervous up there? Or was it just, you know, business as usual? Uh, nerves, man. Nerves of a Girl Scouts, man. You know what I'm <laughs> we, 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 we absolutely love the crowd, man. All, serious, all, uh, all jokes aside, man. Melbourne, you guys, man, listen, Melbourne, Australia, it just, it never fails, bro. Like the amount of love that we receive from you guys, man, it's, it's amazing. It, it really rejuvenates, you know, the artists when you're, it's like, like for us to be in the game for 30 years, you, 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 you get a, 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 a certain you know level of just you know complacency Dude, or whatever yeah. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean and then once you get once you get to a certain place man like in Australia and and you receive the love you know the absolute love that everybody gives man it just it just re it just revigorates man and it's just like man thank God that we're R and B artists yeah. man. You know what I mean? <laughs> thank God man that you know because it's it's a, it's such an amazing crowd man we just did a meet and greet man and like these these. You guys are amazing, bro. Yeah. Like, what what are those amazing. moments? I mean, 30 years, like, it's a long time. Like, what are those moments that, you know, pick you sort of back up? Like, surely, that, as you said, like, you're coasting at some point. You have to. You've had so much success. What are those moments that pick you up? Well, you know what? It's just the love of the music. You know, it's like, it's just love of our job. So, you know, uh, for, for something like giving back in the community all the way to, like, performing for 30, 40, 50,000 people. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it all feels the same. Yeah. It's great. And when you, and I know, I mean, you guys said, you know, in the business for 30 years, is it still like a bit of a pinch me moment when, when people are out there screaming your songs like so loud you can't even hear the music? Like, does that ever get old? It, it, it doesn't, man. It, it does. It actually. It actually feels uh, feels pretty good, man. <laughs> you know, if I can go back to pornographic, again, you, know what <laughs> you can go anywhere. It's, it's, it's actually yeah, pornographic. Yeah, it actually feels, you know, what I'm saying it always go back to porn with this guy. You know what I mean? It always go back. No, but no, it, it man, it, it feels so good, man, to just know that you know people really truly appreciate the 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 level of dedication and sacrifice that we put into you know our music and stuff, man. It's, it's just it we to. I'd be lying if I said that we never anticipated this level of success because in our minds, we've, we always felt that we were going to be very successful. We didn't know how successful, but we knew that we were going to be successful because yeah. we put the work in. It wasn't like, you know, oh, well, we're a puff, we're a bad boy, so we're going to be automatically be successful. No, we actually put the work in. We did the long hours of uh, choreography. Honestly, bro, like, you know, we, we always thought that we were, we always knew that we were going to be successful, but to have a Grammy and to have, you know, just, just several million um, records sold and, yeah. and to be able to still, you know, 30 years later, still come to like, you know, you guys, you know, Australia, man, and, and, and Melbourne and just be able to rock out, man. Like, you know, like that, that's something you, you, you think that, you know, but at the same time, it just feels good to just it for it to be definitive when you get here. Well, Slim, I mean, you guys, you guys have known each other since high school. Is it since high yeah. school? Yeah. yeah. How's how do you you know maintain a relationship amongst you two for oh, that long? Well, I'm like, well, he's been like this forever. You get what you Has he changed since high school? Is hell that no. <laughs> I mean, actually, you know, I mean, we, we, I was getting in trouble, you know, with him, and yeah, uh, I'm yeah. st still getting in trouble. <laughs> Yeah, he was he was straight as an arrow, but when I when I when I met him, man, you know yeah. what I'm saying? You know, we had to you know straighten yeah. it, you know, <laughs> curve it, curve it out a little. Yeah. You know I, mean? I love to know as well that you, you know you talk about we've chatted so many artists and they talk about like they know it. There's something inside of you that knows like I'm going to be successful, like I have to be special. But I'd love to know.
know, like early days, like were your family and friends supportive, or were they like saying, "Nah, man, you can't do this. You boys can't do that." The truth of the matter is, man, like they they were skeptical. Everybody, yeah. everybody was skeptical. Yeah. If, if we want to be real, yeah, the, we we like in the beginning, the four of us were the only one at the in the beginning. Yeah. You know, when when it was a, a four man group, yeah, yeah, yeah. the four of us were the only ones that actually believed. Yeah. Wow. You know what I mean? And and then once we got the deal, then it, everybody was like, oh, okay, well, yeah, they can they can be successful. <laughs> <laughs> I was supported the whole yeah. time. But no, we, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, we knew that, you know, as we was riding by Lamborghinis and shit, you were like, they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, we believed you guys, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you want to ride, bitch? No. Yeah, right. Come here, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, man. So, yeah, so we, we, actually believed in in ourselves man but um but honestly man like there was skepticism in the beginning man because where we're from you don't really make it out of where we're from you know what i mean like you either so dope or you are you an athlete you know what i mean to be a musician and to actually be successful in it man like it it was it was unheard of at the time so um for us to to beat the system and and to 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 beat the stigma you know that that was that was around us that you know we're one hit wonders and all this other stuff we beat all of that man and and it was just a really an it was an accomplishment unto ourselves man and 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 more so than anything else we wanted to show not even prove to the world it was just prove to ourselves that we were good enough that we had the that we had the stamina that we had everything uh necessary in order to be successful in this in this business man and and that we and we accomplished that well boys we love you both australia loves you both this is only the first of uh, all the cities for friday's live give it up for 112 everybody <laughs> The Jimmy and Nate podcast is back in 30 seconds. This is the Jimmy and Nate podcast. Now, I apologise, we're in a small room, so the people that are in it, get your hands together. For a four-time Grammy award-winning vocal harmony group from Philadelphia, Go Birds! Yeah! Yeah! yeah. Let's go! One way to get them on board straight away. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Jordan Madalena, that's an Aussie boy rapping down. Yeah, go, baby. yeah I know. Uh, the, the group made up of Nathan, Wanya and Sean. Formed the 80s, have since released 15 studio albums, 36 singles, collabs with Michael Jackson, LL Cool J, Mariah Carey, the list goes on and on. Uh, they became the first or the third ever part of uh, artist groups, that's Beatles, Elvis, and these guys, to replace themselves on the top of the Billboard Hot 100. Damn. They continue to perform worldwide as a trio with their most recent studio album, Under the Street Right, released in 2017. They are a part of Friday's Live Australia. They might just be Nathan and I's favourites. Don't tell them. Give it up. What's happening? What's happening, fellas? So excited for this. So we were, we were upstairs watching the performance. Oh, you guys right. just come off the stage, <laughs> and they said, "Boys to men, we're interview." We're like, "Shit, shit, 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 shit." We got lost down in the corridor. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I was like, "Oh, yeah. f- <laughs> like, focus, want, fellas." Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like, "Do you want to take the elevator?" I was like, that put me in the stairs, man. Put me in the stairs. Uh, uh, let's talk about the energy on stage. Yeah. I mean, people going absolutely bonkers for you guys. How was it up there? It looking at it was amazing. I mean, you know, just to see all those people, um, young and older, you know, um, singing the songs that are probably older than them. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know, just that just means that we did um, a good job in delivering, you know, the package. Yeah. To, to at least to their parents. So <laughs> their parents actually <laughs> delivered the package to them you know um, and um, they they literally knew the songs which was surprising because I'm looking at the people in the audience and some of them like 
you were just swimming in your daddy's balls. <laughs> when this song came out. Yeah. Love. Exactly. Yeah. Two hour song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They yeah. Exactly. They escaped. Yep. And they, yeah. 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 yeah, I don't really know what you You guys created half the audience. Yeah. <laughs> right, 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 right. Basically. Yes, yes. Have I you had people that. your whole careers and whole, like coming up to you and telling Absolutely. you this? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A lot of people say they're glad they uh, didn't, you know, they, they made they it through. Pull out. Yeah. <laughs> They didn't pull out or they didn't get caught in the towel, you know, sock. Or you know, sock. Or yeah. sock. Uh, so, it, yeah. It's always like, you know, uh, so massive and you've had such a long career. But I, I'd really love to know in those early days, like, was everyone supportive of, like, what you were doing, your family and stuff? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah family yeah, for yeah. sure. They were I mean, our biggest Yeah, family, friends. I mean, you know what's crazy about it is that a lot of times when you first start, you know, your people around you support you. But you have a struggle trying to break into yeah, the industry. Yeah, so yeah. we... We had some areas where we just couldn't break through for a while. But, I mean, you know, with our family support and friends, we just kept rocking at it. Then eventually everybody kind of opened up to it. So it wasn't yeah. it wasn't open arms from the sure. beginning. Do you feel like you're lucky that, you know, you have each other as well yes. and you've been with each oh, other that for helps. so long? Like, I'm assuming that like there'd be moments where it's kind of just, you know, you three in oh, your room absolutely. going, let's look like, back at it. Yeah. I, honestly, a lot of times... Um, when we're on stage, uh, we use each other's energy. Yeah. You know, when the energy level is might not be as high, which is not that often, but when it's not that high, we look to each other for that energy, and we know what we, what we each other needs on that stage. You know, we're we're literally like a, we're a major team. You know what I mean? Sometimes we're a franchise. The crowd, the crowd drinks too much, and <laughs> <laughs> they, they get sleepy. Uh, yeah. You know, you you you've been there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're there, right? I love you, man. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> You're my best. I told you in front of boys to men, man. Yeah. All of that. Yeah. Oh, well, you, you, you were talking about a team. Uh, yeah, I'm a big NFL guy. I, I love my Eagles. Yeah, I'm a Philly guy. Too. I'm, that's me. I'm I'm diehard. These guys, uh, they're we're Niners they're, they're fans. Niners oh, okay. fans. But you mean you get football, right? So it's, oh yeah, so, oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah, Who's yeah. playing what position? That's a good question. Um, um, let me see. I love it. They haven't discussed I would say, this, so I would say, say I would say I'm more like a, 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 a wide, receiver. wide receiver. Yeah, yeah you're a wide out. receiver. Quarterback. Quarterback. Call the plays. I'd be uh, safety. Free safety. Free safety. Free safety. Yeah. yeah I kind of yeah. swim around. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, no, no. Well, Sean catch those interceptions. A middle linebacker? Yeah. Side to side. You know what I'm saying? He controls everything in the middle. You know what I'm saying? Making sure. Dig. You know, back and forth. Dig. Yeah. I mean, I don't like the Cowboys. You need to play passes. two positions. Yeah. Two positions. Two positions. Right in the middle. Like right in the middle of. Look out, NFL. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Jimmy and Nate podcast. All right, Nate, I'm going to need you to put your hands together and get this small room to put the hands together as we take a journey. <laughs> the broom closet. Yeah. <laughs> the golden Sorry, era. boys. Sorry, boys. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're going to take a, uh, a journey, mate. A journey through the golden era of hip hop as we shine a spotlight on two influential figures who've left an incredible mark on the world of music, not just R&B. These two artists have been the heart of the most iconic hip hop groups in the industry, known for their chart-topping hits, energetic performances, is their unwavering dedication to the art form. They've kept the party going for years and years. Together, they've redefined the hip-hop landscape and given us timeless classics that continue to rock the airwaves. Please welcome the dynamic duo that make up a significant part of Naughty by Nature. It's Vin Rock and KG! Yeah! Hey! Now, Vin, we were, just, we were just talking before, and KG, I'll ask you too. 
Are you guys not? Because, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because, absolutely. Well, I, I purposely performed in my hoodie yeah. because I've been home for a minute since the pandemic, and I need to sweat off all that vodka and tonic. It's a large sauna session. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Right, right. We were standing in the back of the room. We were watching, and it's like, man, he's going to be sweating that hoodie. I was like, I got shorts on. Yeah. It's good. Right, it's right. right. Balance this this out, is my right. ventilation. Yeah, I'll tell you that. Shout the KG. Still got the hoodie. On. Yeah. No, no, no. See, I had the T-shirt on. I came yeah. back. I, I put it back on just now because I didn't want to come in here, you know, a little sweaty with my T-shirt. So I put this on. Hey, man, I've got a T-shirt on and I'm sweaty as. Like, don't sit right. too close to me, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It'll come at you. Hey, boys, uh, let's talk about it. Fresh off the stage, Friday's live. How did it feel up there? Talk us through the energy. You guys are the masters of energy. How was it up there? Absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. You know, never cease to amaze us, man. Like, every time we come out here, it's just... Just remarkable. So we're back, and it's just the first. It's the first night, and it, it started off. It started off right with fireworks. So yeah. we can't wait. And it's like it's a like since we've been out here, been coming out here, ninety two. It's like three Damn. generations later, you know? <laughs> so you're like, hey, my nieces, nephews, kids, <laughs> yeah. grandkids are Boys to men were like, yeah, I think I performed for your mother. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, oh, that's Definitely a good point. Have, I mean, you know, you yeah. guys have been on here so many times. You've performed all through these generations. Which generation has been louder? Are we louder now or have we kind of quieted down? Like, what, what do you guys think? I mean, you know, like I said, it's the first night, but it, it seems the same to me, man. Yeah. Like, as I said, it's just amazing, man. Like... I was just, I was shocked out there. I, was, I, I didn't expect, like I said, I didn't expect us not to do well. Yeah, yeah. But like you said, I knew that it was a younger crowd out there. Yeah, yeah. And their love for hip hop just was shown, like, like it, it shined from the door. So, you know. Well, that's the thing. I mean, you guys create bangers that are timeless. So, you know, as people are, you know, popping out of the womb, they're hearing your tracks for the first time go, shit, this slaps. <laughs> right, <you know>? right. <laughs> so, but, yeah, and also, too, it, it's, it's, you know, like, like, Think about growing up. You listen to what your parents always played. So we did the same exact thing. We know songs that our parents played, and that's what's going on really now. You know, the kid, that, the kids that's out there now, and they know the songs that their parents played. And you know, fortunately, you know, it's it's us as well. Well, what is the key to creating timeless music? Like, how do you? I don't even know if you know the answer to that. But how do you create songs that? continually connect with generations. Hey, it's it's a blessing. You know, when we go in the studio, we have no idea what... We have a sense now because we're veterans, but <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, you have an idea, but you never know yeah. until you put it out there. And it's all on the people, and that's the thing about music, you know. It, it's, it's transparent. You can't fake it. And when you put it out there, it has to resonate with the people, you know? And then if it really, really resonates, you have 30-year classics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you, are you surprised by Australia's love of, like, hip-hop, R&B, and rap? Like, you know, it's such a huge part of American culture and history, but uh, even as an Australian, I find it weird. I'm like, we love it. We can't yeah. get enough of it. Is that, is that strange? No, hip-hop has been around for 50 years now, you know what I mean? So... It's undeniable. Like, and I, I was thinking of this when I was home. I'm like, you know, the disco era, they had an era, but probably only a decade, if yeah, that, yeah, you know? Yeah. Hip-hop is five decades old now, you know? And and it's global, and it's in every corner of the world. So it's undeniable. And I always say, 
had it not been for hip-hop music, hip-hop culture, just global human relations oh. wouldn't be the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. So thank God where, for hip-hop. Where do you think it is, like, right now? Like, you know, I, I think I read the other day, like, the Hot 100 hasn't had a raps, you know, number one in, like, a year. And that hasn't happened in about True. 30, 40 years. Like, country music's, like, so big yeah. now as well. Like, how do you guys feel that is right now in the world? I, I just think that the culture and the music has been exploited. Yeah. You know, once it gets so big and big and corporate, you know, you lose it. And I remember when we first came here, we were on an independent label. Yeah. Hip hop was on an independent label. And I think it's kind of like a trade off, but the audience right now, they've had enough. Yeah. And they're like, you know what? This stuff that's out here doesn't feel good. It doesn't resonate. Yeah. So, and, is there and, like and, truth in it at the moment? Is that, is that a fair? <laughs> I'm just glad that there is blowback. Yeah. I'm glad that some of these artists can't sell arenas, and that means that the fans aren't into them. They're into them for the moment. Yeah. They'll watch a little stream or a little goofy video. Yeah. But when it comes to music, people use music for every emotion in their lives. Yeah. And if yeah. they can't use that in their lives, they're going to push it back and go back to the classics, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I mean, KG, show one of, of Friday's Live, you guys have got all the cities left. And, you know, the energy is just going to keep building, you know, all the way through to Sydney. Right. I know you guys have come to Australia many times before. You've done it. Is there is there anything that you're going to do off the stage? You know, are you guys going to go out and do some sightseeing? Or well, is it just uh, saunas in the hotel? You know, no, just no, no, sweat no, going. no, 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 no. <laughs> definitely. We definitely like to go, you know, come out here. We, we definitely like to go to the zoo. We like to see the animals. Like we have um, new guys that come with us that never seen the, um, the koala bears and, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. and the kangaroos and everything out here. And we love to also go and see. But one one thing <laughs> that was planned in this trip was to go and swim with the alligators. And my <laughs> man right here, Eric is oh, going to okay, do it. Here we go. So he's going to go and do that. Yeah. <laughs> And he's on a report back. Yeah, well, he's on the camera now, but we're gonna switch. We're gonna switch places. Hey, I'm hey, gonna hey, man the camera, hey, and hey, I'm gonna let him go. Hey, Kay. And the thing is, down here, it's not alligators. It's crocodiles. 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 And their teeth are sharper. Yeah. So, see, yeah. So hey, good yeah, call. Yeah. <laughs> and they're bigger. That's, you don't want to mess with that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not messing with that at all. Yeah. Not at all. I already from the You're gonna be door. a great cameraman. Yes, absolutely, I, uh, absolutely. Boys, what about you know all the other artists who are part of? I mean, this lineup is unbelievable for Friday's Live once again, 2023. Um, you've seen Scoop come out with you guys. You yeah. lift the vibe up again. What does that feel like? You know, when he comes. First of all, first of all. You guys don't know. The audience doesn't know. Scoop actually worked for Tommy Boy Records. And our third album, Poverty's Paradise, our record Fill Me Flow, he was our record promotions guy. No so, way. Yes. yes. Oh, Scoop we used to oh. take us around to oh. all the radio stations yeah. and him. promote our records. Yes. Oh, shit. So we've yeah, known Scoop we've known forever. Scoop forever yeah. oh, and then really? he transitioned into an artist. Yeah. And we kind of bust his chops today, right? Because yeah. we left the hotel. We were waiting for him. It was a nine o'clock call, right? <laughs> it was a nine o'clock pickup, and Scoop the wasn't downstairs. Scoop wasn't downstairs <laughs> at the buffet. Where so we left. No, he was actually working out because <laughs> when he arrived at the venue, he was sweaty, and we're like, "Come on, Scoop! Now what? You're in artist mode now? You know what I mean? It's like, come on, man! You know this routine. You had us down there, and we were supposed to ride together, and you had us down there waiting twenty minutes. <laughs> he said he thought it was at ten o'clock, and not he nine arrived. Oh, yeah, he arrived. Yeah, yeah. No one. Thinks anything. We're all 30 plus years veterans in 
this game, yeah. Scoop. You know that. Yeah, my how they forget, don't they? You know? <laughs> right, yeah. right. You guys right. are driving the car. Come on, get in. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but you know what? I give him all the props, and I will excuse him because he did come in sweaty. And I'm telling you, when he just ran out on that stage, I thought that was Jesse Owens or somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Running up, keep it moving. I'm like, wow, Scoop. Uh, That's going to be like your cameraman running away from those crocodiles. (laughs) Hey, I'm telling you, man, they're warning you. (laughs) The Jimmy and Nate podcast is back in 30 seconds. This is the Jimmy and Nate podcast. Right, Nate, I need you to get the round of applause ready in this very small room and uh, raise the roof and pump up the volume because we're about to dive into the world of an artist who's become synonymous with energy, hype, and unforgettable party anthems. With a voice and presence that can ignite any crowd, he's a master of ceremonies, a DJ, and a music sensation all rolled into one. You've heard him shouting his signature catchphrases on dance floors and in your favorite club bangers. He's a man who knows how to make a party go from zero to 100 real quick, and he's here to start the party for Friday's Live. Give it up. That man school. That, that was a hell of an introduction, man. That's a hell of an introduction. Well, you do a great job. I just want we to had to hype you. Thank you. Who wrote that? Uh, our uh, producer. Our producer. Okay, good, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. tell them. Tell them I said it was great. Yeah. Job. Well, that's the thing. We're like for the hype master. We need to hype him up. Okay. Yeah. Well, that was good. I take that. I take that. Well, because who hypes you? You know, you hype no one, everybody else. Yeah, nobody hypes me, man. Like oh. I, I usually. To, you want to be honest? I yeah. usually have to hype myself. Oh. Part of part of being part of being like you know. A person, a solo artist, yeah. or just in anything. Sometimes you got to be your own coach. Like there's times I'm like, "Yo, man, you got to get up, get up now." Yeah. yeah. Like, there'll be times I'm like, "Yo, man, go harder." Yeah. Like, yeah. come on, man, one more this, one more that. Yo, go walk around the thing one more time. Like sometimes you got to talk to yourself. It's you know, talking to yourself is not crazy. It's when you start talking back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. To yourself it's, talking back. Yeah, it's true. Man, um, how do you feel? Because we just had Naughty by Nature, and they were telling us like back in the day, used to do like promo for them. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, so. Yeah, this, you know, for as far as Naughty, it's a, a round circle moment. Yeah. I used to do promotion for them, so a couple of their records that were hits, I, I was responsible for those records. That's yeah, crazy. Um, you know, and I developed a relationship with them because they taught me a lot of what I am today. Yeah. So things that I learned from watching them, I incorporate into what I do today. Just something simple as radio drops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um... You know, you guys are in radio, so yeah. you know somebody will come in and say, "Hey, man, this is so and so, and I'm <laughs> with Jimmy and Nathan. Yeah. And, and who want to play that shit? Yeah, no one. Who, no who, one. I'm not playing that. Yeah. that. Yeah. So I would watch how they go into a station and do what they do, and how they would do it, and you know, make it personable and stuff. And I, a lot of that stuff translated. Also, um, they were the most professional act that I have ever worked with in my life. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the same attention to detail that you see here, you know, just from them working and doing their own promotion. I, you know, I, I carried a lot of stuff into my own artistry when I became Fat Man Scoop because I became Fat Man Scoop after all of that. Yeah, yeah they yeah. said you know you became an artist in your own mm-hmm. right. It must yeah, be yeah. a pinch me moment when you get to like hang out with. The yeah, boys well, you know, I was always an artist. I was, I was gonna, be, I was gonna sign the. Puff back in the oh, days. Really? Oh really? Yeah. Oh shit! And, and and people know I was gonna be like the first notorious Big. Yeah. So but but so I was signed to Teddy Riley. Then I was gonna sign the Puff, and then um, I lost my way a little bit. I got kind of disenfranchised with the entire music business. I went off, got a job, realized that that wasn't for me. 
um, worked as an intern, then went to Tommy Boy, then wound up on the radio. And then, because my brother had to go to university, I had a I had to figure out a way to do it. I figured out, out the way to make those records with the Crooklyn Clan, and there you go. Yeah. And and then to to be back with them again is a blessing. So if yeah. you listen to my record, Be Faithful, when I say, hey, oh, oh. I put that in there as an homage to them oh, because they man. were so good to me when oh, I was wow. when I was when I was actually working for them. Wow. Hey, Scoop, I wanted to ask you because, you know, we like to go out and, you know, hype crowds. We'll do some MC stuff. Like you said radio. I always lose my voice, like mm. constantly mm. lose my voice. Like I'll go out and scream one night, won't mm. have it again. You never seem to lose your voice. Now what you, is the secret? I, I mean, I've lost my voice before, but what I try to do is when I'm not doing this, yeah. I don't talk. <laughs> really? <laughs> really. I try to, unless I'm yelling at my kids or, or, <laughs> right, notes or, 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 or talking on the phone, I don't talk. Like, I'll just listen to sports radio. I'll watch something. I'll study. You know, I'll study financial literacy. I'll, whatever I'm doing, I don't really talk. I'll just, I'll just really shut the hell up. All right, so that's the key. So I just need to shut the hell up. This voice is going to be bad. <laughs> do, you, do your kids find you entertaining? Or no, they're, no, nah, no, not at all, man. You got to understand something. You could be the coolest person on the planet, yeah. But to that, to those kids, your dad or your <laughs> uncle Jimmy or whatever, like, you like, you could walk in the street and people go, "Oh my god, so and so," but they're like, "That ain't nothing but uncle whatever." <laughs> so if you there's a there's a funny clip of Jay Z at this time. Jay Z was like the ultimate superstar, whatever. Sure, yeah. And he was walking through the halls of his company. Yeah. And he comes across his nephew. Yeah. And he like, come here, man. Because, oh, man, get out of here. Anybody would give their left arm to get a hug from Jay-Z. But yeah. he didn't want it because he's not, he, it's not him. So my kids, they don't, number one, they don't really care about it. Yeah. Until it's something to care about. Yeah, so yeah, I don't yeah. know if that makes sense. So yeah, I'll give yeah. you a great example. My daughter thinks I'm the, like the most uncool person in the world. <laughs> my son, more, my son, he yeah. thinks I'm the most uncool person in the world yeah. until we're around somebody that he thinks is cool oh, and then they come and they think, fat man, it's cool, my God. <laughs> then he's like, now you're starting to get it. My daughter, <laughs> my daughter, I'm not cool until there's something in it for her. Yeah. Okay. So, like, um, for example, she wanted to go see A Boogie with a hoodie, right? Yeah, like yeah. she wanted to go see, And... Because I knew him, then I was cool. Yeah. But then I'm back to, to uncool like, dad. Dad, I want tickets. Dad, I want tickets. Like, dad, I want I tickets. You, dad, and and dad, I make dad, the phone call. Yeah, yeah. Concert's over. Concert's over. It's just it. Dad, don't call me. Don't right, call don't me. Call yeah. me. Yeah. Like, well, it's crazy. This is the Jimmy and Nate Podcast. All right, Nathan, I'm going to need you in this very small room to get the round of applause ready for a multiple Grammy Award winning American artist, rapper, singer, songwriter, hailing from Florida. He broke out with his 2000 single Low that remained at number one on the charts for 10 weeks straight. Broke all the download records. Imagine how many records it would break if everyone wasn't illegally downloading it. He's responsible <laughs> for some of the biggest international hit singles, including Right Round, Club Can't Handle Me, Good Feeling. You know, it just goes on and on. And then, you know, there's Pitbull, David Guetta, T-Pain, Nicki Minaj, Akon, Sia. Again, just goes on and on and on. And he's part of Friday's Live here in Australia. He joins us now. Give it up for Flo What up, what up, what up? <laughs> what up? We have been pumped for this, man. Uh, we didn't get pumped to see- as you are, and he is. Yeah. <laughs> we honestly, we we didn't get to see him into the acts because we were we were backstage doing all the interviews, and when they were like flows on, we're like, everyone shut the. F- 
up. We are going outside. <laughs> We're going to go watch this. Um, how was it up there, man? The energy. Oh, man, the energy was like phenomenal. It was like, you know, it was what I expected. You know, anytime I hit the stage, I'm very passionate about what I do. And I remember years ago, I came out here performing, you know, with Beyonce. Yep. And it was just like, incredible so i mean it was i had so much fun out there you know just to see the smiles the joy the happiness the people jumping up and down you know um social media prior to coming over here you know that got me amped as well but to actually be here man it, you know it's like a dream come true now Flo, i want to ask how much is you know prepared versus how much are you doing live because i believe at one point when we were walking back in to do this you were on Someone's somebody's shoulders, shoulders walked around the entire <laughs> whose shoulders were you on yeah. who's so, big zach big zach big zach, big zach. so there's a Let's get, a, let's get a shot of Big Zach. Like, look Come at this. So this is this Big is Zach. Big Zach, well done, bro. You are the strongest man, man I've ever seen. I'm like, world's strongest man right here. Like, like, so was that planned? Like, because he lifted you up very easily. And you're a big guy. I just thought of it. Like, nah. <laughs> Like are you are you are you like are you are you in the gym? No, he was like he told me he said we got some family members out there we got to go meet right now and yeah. I don't know how we're gonna get there other than getting on my shoulders. So. <laughs> give, a, give a shout out to some of the other guys that are on stage, real man, because they they do a yeah, great job. Shout out job to the IMG All Stars, international nephew, yeah, Oya baby, Vari Fresh, <laughs> yeah. What about international nephew, man? I was upset with him when he came in. Like he's looking ripped with that shirt off. I was like, we're getting, me and they're getting jealous. Like, Ladies love nephew. Yeah. <laughs> Are you trained him? Are you his PT? Are you doing? He this? trained me. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's illegal to have that many packs on a six pack. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's too many, that. man. I don't know what's there going is. on. Someone called me three packs, so I gotta, you know, what I'm saying I gotta keep working. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Flo, uh, I want to also ask about the glasses, right? Because I've had several people come up to me and go, can you ask where the Flo brand. got like, the glasses from? from? How can we get them? Because uh, just be careful. I hope you've got security around because people are going to rip that shit off your face. They, they <laughs> want those glasses. Well, that's the new Flo Rider uh, line I got coming out. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's the <laughs> <laughs> Dior glasses. Dior, Dior. glasses. There okay, you go. Yeah. Okay, all right. Stay back. Okay. <laughs> Carry on to us, man. Look how close she's getting. Look how close she's um, getting. Do you love coming back here, man? Because Australia, we love it. Like R and B, we love our rap music. Like it's 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 huge down here. Yeah, I look forward to coming back, man. Every time I come, the hospitality is amazing. You know, the food is great. Um, if you know, I was telling the IMG All Stars prior to coming here, I was like, you're going to love it. So this is their first time here. Oh, wow. So. I'm pretty sure they yeah, can attest to what I'm saying. Welcome. How good. We love Melbourne. We love, you know, so far it's been Melbourne for them, but yeah. you know, everyone, I, everywhere I've been in Australia has been, you know, oh, they show me a lot of love. Is there anything like really Australian you want to show them that maybe you saw last time or you haven't done? Like, what do you want I to think, you know, sp um, the spontaneousness is always great. So. Yeah. I let them experience it like that because it's, like, it's just to see, just to see. <laughs> <laughs> no, the koalas have got chlamydia. Don't oh, yeah, go stay away and, from yeah. them. Oh, yeah. yeah stay yeah. away from what? The, the koalas. koalas. Oh, yeah. They, they got, got chlamydia. chlamydia. What? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's wow. the thing. In Australia, yeah. Oh. <laughs> In Australia, all our koalas and all our radio show hosts have chlamydia. chlamydia. Oh, Lord. <laughs> And you get, and y'all are in a really small room with us. <laughs> no, that's 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 true. If you Google it after this, look, so, like so, so really, you just serious? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we see. Yeah, of course. No, of course. Hey, Flo, obviously, you know, every time you take the stage, so much energy. Uh, all the our Aussies love it. We saw the girls on stage. You know, members of the crowd getting up there to dancing. 
was any. First of all, I want to say sorry for all our dance moves. So bad. Uh, second of all, we're, I was trying to throw it back yeah, like, with no backs. There was there was one point, and I'm sure there'll be a video a video of it. But I think one of the girls who got pulled up on stage stole the microphone stand from you. Did you manage to get it back from her, or has she taken it? Oh no, we got it back. But you know, I'm I'm happy for her. you know she get a chance to uh, live a moment that she probably would never live yeah. if it wasn't for you know the love that I have for my fans. Well, yeah. man, I want to like compliment you on that because like so many artists would like keep that mic right. Like yeah. you're there just like this. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I was about. She took the stand. I was like, man, maybe I should give out a watch or a chain or something <laughs> as well. Yeah. Sorry, did you check your pockets? <laughs> check your pockets when you yeah. left because she took everything. International nephew's yeah. like, nah, man. Yeah. We had it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, Flo, we also have a special message from somebody. Now, uh, her name is uh, Feebox. Uh, Fee Feebox. She's a, she's a radio presenter. Feebox? Yeah. Feebox, yeah. Uh, and she she did a world-famous rooftop with you here a few years ago, yeah, right? Yeah, a while ago. And, you uh, here. She, she has Melbourne Breakfast Radio. Yeah. She's huge. She's, she's here tonight, and she is obsessed with you. Like, obsessed with you. <laughs> to the point where we were walking in the corridor with her before. She's like, oh, you guys are interviewing Flo. And you're like, yeah. And she goes, can you tell him to put a baby in me? Oh, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so here she comes. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just like, if you could just like, look down this camera and just give like, Fee a little message. Fee right? box. Oh, sometimes I think of Fee box. <laughs> <laughs> the Jimmy and Nath podcast. It's only the good stuff.